talk about what happened last week because I feel like I'm not really over it. Uh, <laughs> we had a TPK, my first TPK. It feels like, I mean, as I started this ep- the season, I was talking about the first time you lose your virginity, right? This was my first time I had a TPK. I, well, it feel like it came out of nowhere. Like, it was yeah. expected. I think anybody listening was like, they are not doing yeah. a good job <laughs> of investigating, which Why? I, think, I think we knew that as well. We were like, we are not doing a good job, but I didn't think we were both going to die. Yeah, honestly, I was like, oh, that didn't go the way that we, oh, no, we're fucked. Like, immediately, within a turn, yeah. I was like, oh, this could be, yeah. it's fine. Well, no, actually, it's it's very much not, and I feel I, it's, un- quite yeah. it's quite bad. It's quite bad. It's It's quite out of line. <laughs> quite out of line and the thing is i didn't really expect it either because i was like oh shit poison yeah that's gonna be tricky you know but (laughs) it'll probably be fine and then like oh fuck you're gonna die in the next round unless you know Anne's character can do something Something, unless like a miracle happens and i wasn't but then after i'm like i don't want to be the miracle this time i want to i want to see how they get out of this mess and as level one characters of course you couldn't get out of that mess <laughs> yeah. so well uh, you know i think um i feel like it's important a i think that oftentimes it falls to a dungeon master to like kind of serve the situation and the truth is that i don't think you really know how to like really take ownership of the direction of the game and of making choices to change things along the way uh, or affect a really intense battle scenario like that super on the fly until you've had a chance to press the system to breaking point, you know? Mm. Um, And it takes playing with people that you trust and um, that trust you back to get through that and so i think it was cool for us to get to experience that as a group who played you know a a pretty classic i mean like who played the best game of all time uh last season but like we played such a cool game where we really got to see characters grow and build uh and so it was important to remember what starting characters feel like yeah yeah and also like how it's kind of easy to die in Vassin. Yeah. Like we were joking that it like it's like last season we we're like it's impossible to die in Vassin. You know, you can do this and you can do that. But if you really don't prepare well, your characters are just humans. Like we yeah. have skills and we have special, you know, we have the sight and we have these things, but it's like yeah, if there's like a big demon lady and she cuts your throat, you're dead. Yeah. yeah. So and also the thing is with Vassin it's not about combat. Mm-hmm. Like they say that right. all the time like it's about rituals um and figuring out how to like it's more like a mystery fi- figuring yeah. out the detective work and then they have combat rules. However, the combat rules are very, you know, succeed or don't. Well, I've <laughs> like, I've gone back over not that I think about this every night as I lie in bed and it's like how could we have solved this? Uh, but I do I do go back over it. Uh, I have uh, a little bit this week gone back over it. And I think the only thing we could have done is to say, hey, listen, we know something is up here. Why don't you tell us what you need so that we could help you and get this town out of your hair and help you get what you want while finding our friend or at least finding out what happened to him and we'll just go away 
Like, we'll just become the knight. You know, there are other options that we had aside from like solving the mystery and pinning a crime on a Vassin, you know, and we didn't really respect the idea of negotiating with the monster, if at all possible. Well, I think also we ruined that opportunity regardless because we pushed her oh, way yeah. too far. Like maybe if we walked away and came back, things would have been different. If we didn't, Ellie said from the start, we should have snuck into the house. And I'm yeah. like, well, all right, good point. You know, like we didn't do that at all. So, yeah. 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 And we did not really make particularly good social characters. At least I definitely didn't. I don't know nope. what you. <laughs> yeah. So no. we were like, let's go into a social situation with this Vassin. Honestly, like, I feel bad, though, because it's, like, there's obviously not one way of doing it. So when I'm, like, you should have done this, otherwise I'll kill you, you know, it's also <laughs> shitty GM behavior. But, um, and this is also something in the in the future game I will give. I will give you guys more opportunities to not fail instead of just being, like, okay, you didn't bring your third NPC. Like, you didn't bring someone who could potentially help you mm -hmm. because, um, because that's also the thing. You can bring NPCs with you to help you. Didn't know uh, that was can... an option. <laughs> Even though um, we well, done we it also, before, we also didn't fare too well with any of the townsfolk. We we yeah. fucked it up with the townsfolk too. They hated us. Yeah. So we, I th well, I think it also really goes to show you that having characters with different skill sets is super important, especially when you only yeah. have two um, PCs. We're a little understaffed. Not <laughs> at the Ro or Rose House. <laughs> not a lot of people work there. <laughs> that's that's the big mystery. It's finding where all the people are. Um, I think it's very hard to know how to uh, balance it out because I think this was a little bit unbalanced on my part as well. Like I could have, I could have steered you guys a lot. Like I could have done. I could have helped a little bit more. I mean, we all could have, you could have done different things, but the fact yeah. is that's the story we told, and I yeah. am happy and that great. we're in a group where like we can do that, and it doesn't. I mean, there are people who have TPKs, and then they're like, "Wow, maybe we should never play together ever again." And here we are, a week later. Like, yeah. let's do it again. Yeah, but also Ellie, like the training wheels come off. Season two, baby. At some no more point. training yeah. wheels. We, yeah. Well, no at some point, be nice to us. Yeah, maybe maybe <laughs> like one training wheel. Just attached Maybe to the back chassis of the uh, party. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I just no, I I just have a sense. Even though this is not, you know, this is gonna be released. This episode right now is gonna be released in a couple of months, probably. I still I I can feel the future comments in our comment section that I don't know where it is yet. Is <laughs> gonna be furious. Well, I think that's great for down. us. Like, if we never know yeah. where the comments are. Like, that's probably oh, it's better great. for us. We never have to read them. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's great. Dude, that's Love the you, best. Internet. I blocked, I, I downloaded a uh, app that blocked certain websites. And then I somehow accidentally uninstalled that app. But it's still it intact. Did it block Reddit? It was oh yeah, I blocked Reddit. That was but that was before yeah. Christmas. But um, and it's been the best decisions of my, best decision of my life. Like I I I I can feel that there's a disturbance in the force. That like, I know someone is probably mad at me <laughs> for something <laughs> I've done. Uh, but I it feels great to not know exactly it is, what it yeah. is. Uh, Ellie, it is I love that for you. But also, I think it, I think that's called paranoia, where you wake up and you think. Oh, yeah. Is anybody mad at me? Is anybody <laughs> mad at me today? You just drink drink uh, coffee sitting on your on your back porch as we so often had, and you're like, huh? 
someone wants to fuck with me. <laughs> yeah. And not in a good way. Um, no. Guys, are you the... Okay. Here's the new thing, though. Here's a new adventure, mm-hmm. a new episode, a new chance for you guys to prove yourselves. Or that not... fuck it up. <laughs> or fuck it up. We'll see about will they, that. Will they, won't they? Uh, will they, won't they? Will they die? Or will they become Ross and Rachel? That's a friend's uh, analog. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, so this new episode is actually based on a Delta Green scenario. Mm. A Delta Green one-shot. For those of you who are not familiar with Delta Green, it's a deadly, deadly fucked up game. It has actually become one of my favorite games because I played it privately for a couple of times. A couple of times. Um, Make it sound so dirty. I played Delta Green <laughs> by myself in the dark. Yeah, that's the thing. How do you call? What do you call a home game? Yeah, like a home game because just a home we brew. are a home. No, but like a home brew is a game you've made yourself, right? But but a home game when you're because well, we're no, performing. Home, be, home brew can be like when you take a Delta Green game and turn it into another game. I think that's considered mm-hmm. homebrew because oh, yeah, yeah. you're changing yeah, I meant it. more like um, a non-performance game. I oh, just call okay. that a, game a, game. a normal game. A normal game. A normal that's game. called playing a, normal game. a tabletop role-playing game. <laughs> we're yeah, we're the you assholes. can tell we don't, the weird ones. we don't have time to do this for fun, guys. We're like, what do you yeah. call it when you yeah. do it and you're not doing it for other people? Oh, a hobby? Exactly oh, it. fun? Yeah, fun, fun. What, uh, how do you spell that again? F- F- <laughs> U-C-K. F-U-C-K. We. I don't um, know. Nope. That's not a good Mickey Mouse reference. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. The thing is, I, I had an idea for this Delta Green uh, Vassin uh, mix-up before you guys TPK'd. So now I'm like, oh no. <laughs> so I will see how this plays out. I haven't written the ending yet. Uh, so depending on how, you know, this episode goes, I'll be like, will I go, you know, crazy, hard Ellie? Or will I just tone it down a bit and get on the social intrigue instead? But I want to give some shout-outs first before we start. Uh, Matt Jones, my friend, ran me through this in Delta Green. He's great. He's a great GM and fucking terrifying. He's also the one who has made me uh, not want to ever set anything in England again because he's um, he's one of those English people who uh, will tell me my t- t- accent is terrible. <laughs> uh, Matt's great. Uh, but And he sent me the adventure and it's written by marco men menarini menarini uh for 2008 shotgun scenario contest for delta green i won't reveal the title because uh you you will find out the title in episode four unless i forget but (laughs) check if you want to google him check him out Are you guys ready to get started are you guys ready to dive into the the, the, the episode i'm so ready yes First things first, remember Norway. Oh, I haven't left that baby. We're back in Norway. You've just finished a harrowing report about an incident in London. That, you know, you were reading a a book. Um, And it was written by a police officer sometime in the 19th century about a mansion where two women went to investigate a house. And some weird occurrences that happened in that house, but then it all burnt down and the mystery was left completely unsolved. The last notes, they say something about 
incomparable incompetency <laughs> and complete disregard of basic logic of the two women. Uh, that's rough. Yeah. But now you're sitting at the kitchen table of this new Norwegian friend drinking coffee. Amber... The hell was your name again? Amber... Heard? No, no, no. <laughs> That's Jane Costner and Amber. Amber Costner. Amber Smith. Oh, Amber Smith. Amber Smith. Uh, um, yeah, Amber picks up the book and she says, Gee, I really feel like I thought this was thicker when I picked it up off of that shelf. It seems really light now, this <laughs> second story. It's more of like a novella, I guess. But hey, you know, good story. Short, sweet. And Jane's, Jane, Jane cuts her off and she goes, it wasn't a good story, Amber. Um, it was honestly like those characters were dumb. Rude. It felt like it felt like they almost had it there. But yes, I agree. It, it was an interesting report. But I am. Um, I've noticed that I'm, I'm kind of into it. It's funny how all the books that my forefathers left here are involved like they they have some sort of mystery going on with them and some are left unsolved and some of them are solved and some of them are just straight up terrifying why did you, and creepy why did you leave these two there i mean do you have more like i love a good mystery oh um well i'm a bit of a hoarder <laughs> um so it's hard for me to throw anything away especially since i i don't really know who wrote them and, and who owned them initially, but yes, of course, I have a bunch of them in the attic. I also have, and she turns around, and you can see uh, her own bookcase has a bunch of old books behind her. Oh. And I think Jane starts, like, kind of thumbing through, pressing, like, the spines of all the books. Um, and she's like, what do these say? Can you translate this? Uh, so this one says... Um, something something that ellie won't reveal yet because we haven't gotten to that episode oh um, it's blurry i can't even read it it's yeah, like it's, it's, i it's can't like, <laughs> exactly it's like the map on a on a game yeah i'm like <laughs> i can't quite make out i guess i can't go there yet yeah. um so okay but you do notice that there is like like that little, little and when you're playing a disney game a disney video yeah. game there's a little sparkling book <laughs> Ooh. maybe that's the next quest i mean book I blow it. I blow the decimal. Oh. And what you see, the title says, in English, beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. I open... I, I turn around and I say, Amber, check it out. And I open Whoa. the book. And our two faces just descend towards the page. And... Poo-poo. A- That's what a train goes. <laughs> We're on the poo-poo train. Every time Get there's on a train, the train. Ellie, ma- Ellie makes up a new noise for what a train sounds like. There's well, a new train sound. Unfortunately, this is a, this is a boat. That was a boat. I meant to oh like- <laughs> my god, it was a boat? Wow, that engine needs someone to I look at like it. it there's like- something. The boat is dragging a sea animal behind <laughs> it, and it's screaming for help. There's a manatee I stuck w- in the propeller. <laughs> I felt like it was like, you know, like, you know, one of those steamboats. Okay, you know. The fog horn. Yeah, like the... Yeah. The fog horn, yeah. I'm there, but chugga chugga poo poo is That's neither true. a train nor a boat. That's a Sorry, really set the special. scene. Set the scene. The boat is passing under a bridge. There was a train in the background, <laughs> yeah. perhaps, in exactly. the distance. 
in yeah. the distance of this. One of, of those turn-of-the-century poo-poo trains. <laughs> yes. And it's gone. And we'll never see it again. It's gone. <laughs> yeah. Now you're just on the boat. And the boat, or ship, it's a gigantic boat, but not the Titanic. But... Oh, I was although, worried. <laughs> yeah. No oh boy. Um, <laughs> you're on a steamboat, and it does not sound like a train. But it's on a calm but misty sea. Ooh. As you're approaching a port. You've been traveling for a while. Uh, you left Aberdeen almost a week ago. On your way to the Faroe Islands. Do you guys know anything about the Faroe Islands? It's a very small little island region in the north. Like it's between Iceland and, and uh, Denmark. It's part of... Uh, it's like an in- independent group of isles. But it's... Wait, did we go there for our adventure with the Ice Queen? That was Norway. That was the north of oh. Norway. Faroe Island is is uh, between Iceland and Denmark. It's part of Denmark, but it has currently, right now, its own sovereign, like its own independent. It's independent. Good for them. Huh. Yeah. Uh, and I would say that they are like a mix between Iceland and Greenland in terms of nature. It's like very green, but still very very cool, cool, dramatic nature with with big waterfalls. I would love to go. Um, but it's still considered part of the north, so they speak Faroe, Faroese, but um, but that sounds a lot like Icelandic, mixed with Dan- Danish, I would say. I can sort of understand it, but not like, I, yeah. And it's chilly around late fall, but because the Atlantic have been calmer than usual, you can spend a lot of time outside on this ship. Quite comfortable, um, and you have first class tickets. And calm down. I can hear you. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was I was <laughs> typing. Okay, I'll write. I'll use I'll use paper. Sorry. Anne's taking notes, and Ellie's like, "Shut the fuck up!" Okay. Setting the scene. I'll, I'll write. Um, I'll write it down in my notebook. How about you memorize it? How about I'm trying to remember <laughs> the nuggets of pure gold you're spitting, <laughs> and I have my own methods. I've forgotten all all of the stuff. It's good that someone takes notes okay. because I don't. The two of you, your brand new characters, you find yourself in a nice breakfast room in first class of this wonderful ship. A senior society member is sitting behind his desk, and the two of you are facing him. His name is Professor Rutger Willowby. So the two of you kind of know each other already, and you're part of of the society. And you know Professor Rutger Willowby. So I would like to introduce the two of you because I don't know much except all the backstory you sent me. Uh, so how about Sydney? How about you start this time? Okay. Um, you see a slender, um, five foot seven average height woman. Uh, can't tell what color hair she has because it's all tucked into a habit and she is in full nun attire. Uh, she looks plain, not ugly, not pretty, but like, you know, no makeup. There's nothing fantastic about her, but she has, um, like a magnetic kind of charm to her. She enters a room, and perhaps because she's in full nun attire at all times, people pay attention to her. But she has very kind eyes. Mm. 
Uh, she's 30. And flirty her name and is driving. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite, quite pious. <laughs> uh, uh, but her name is Vanessa Angel. And if you hear her on the ship uh, talking and to uh, Professor uh, Rutger Willoughby, she has a thick uh, accent. She is not from uh, Sweden, not from London, maybe not sure where she's from, like a vaguely sort of Eastern European um, but she is looking, you know, she's paying attention to the desk, but she was looking out at the, the vast waterscape and kind of just saying, like, it is so beautiful to be on the open sea. And next to Sister Vanessa sits who? A vision in jade silk with a high collar and long sleeves sits a 61-year-old woman. Mm. Her, um, at her neck, she wears a golden ruby locket. She has this beautiful graying auburn hair that's done up in this sort of soft Gibson pompadour, pompadour. Um, and in her lap, her hands are sort of uh, tapping on the brim of a wide black lace brimmed hat. Uh, she wears matching gloves. Her face is, um, she looks pretty good for 61, but she definitely has age lines that are beginning to deepen around her mouth and her eyes uh, and definitely across her brow. And she has just very striking, narrow green eyes, sharp and arresting um, beneath sort of high-set, appraising brows. Ooh. And she looks between you and the window, and she says, she, sa uh, she looks between you and the window, and then back at you again. She says, eh, yes, the ocean, how droll. What was it you said you needed from us, sir? So the two of you are on a mission to the Faroe Island together with Rutger because there had been a recently discovered stone circle that some archaeologists had dug up in the Faroes. And Rutger sent his assistant before him, but she's gone missing. And he is now fearing that something might have happened to her. And the society is basically sending agents to investigate. I am, am I am the most grateful for you, Sister Vanessa and Mrs. Mary Smythe. I'm Smythe. sure you've heard of me. I am so 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 sorry. It's something with my memory these past past few years actually. Uh, you said you were a a, a concubine? No. Oh wait, that's concubine. Is the other no? Yeah. I meant. <laughs> Excuse <Nope>. me, sir. <laughs> I am a lady. Prostitute, smile. Mm, oh, <laughs> prostitute, smile. Vanessa, Vanessa raises an eyebrow like con con what um, concubine? <clears throat> you know, with age. Uh... And she interrupts and just says, "Comes experience." <laughs> I love it. It's perfect. Oh, and also how terrible for me because I'm going to get murdered. 
every every role playing scenario would end. Well, like I said, I am very grateful. I haven't been able to sleep these past few days. My my assistant Mary, she was a she was very dear to me, and it is very unlike her to be careless and just disappears. So I do believe that something might have happened. And the three of you know that um, something awful might have happened because you're all in the society, so you don't have to pretend that you don't have the sight and all that. What exactly befell dear uh, Mary? Oh, I don't know. That's that's what we're going to the Faroe Islands. Mm, we don't know yet. All, all I know is this last letter that she sent, uh, and she mentioned that people had gone missing, and that the town was a lot more paranoid than before. And she also, she was sent me these weird drawings, the stone circles that had started to appear, and then, and he takes out her letter, and you can see the drawing, and it's an eye, but instead of the iris, it's a spiral. Um, what was she going there for originally? For study for you, or for her own study? Uh, she's always been quite interested in, in the various stone circles that we've discovered in recent years. Um, but we wanted to make sure the society saw it prudent that we sent someone before the archaeologists might uncover something that should better left be left not uncovered. So she was sent there by me, because I thought this was going to be an easy, simple mission. Far be it from me to call attention to your illnesses and all that, but uh, have you always had this issue with your memory? Well, ever since my wife passed away, I tend to spend a lot of time alone. And yes, I feel like I tend to forget more and more. And he looks sad for a moment. But I don't think I've gone completely mad yet. Yeah, so we have that to look forward to. Excellent. Uh, how long um, was Mary there before she sent the final letter? Good question. And he, he looks back, he takes out a little notebook with his agenda and he starts flipping through and he's like so i sent her there on <clears throat> september 21st last letter i received on october 15th and today is november 2nd so she's roughly three weeks that i haven't heard a word do you know where she was stationed out of um, Tushan, which you know to be the capital of the Faroe Islands. Uh, is there uh, any sort of way of following? Do you have a return address on the on that uh, letter you received there? Absolutely, she stayed in the town's inn, and and you know that Tushan is a very small little town of uh, maybe two thousand people at most completely fabricated by me I don't know if <laughs> Tushan even existed back then uh, but in this world it does and it's 2,000 people living there maybe it was a million I don't think so um, 
And I will give you also, since we're not in the society, but you left from the society, you would have had some of this information before. So I will give you right now, like one action you can make in retrospect that you might have done before you entered the ship, if you wanted to do, in order to gain an an, an advantage. Oh, um, but you can also, you know, if you want to do it later, you can also do it then. But I won't, I won't, as we progress after this part of the mission. I won't have you be like, by the way, before I went in London, I actually picked up a gun, you know, um, <laughs> if, when you're facing yeah. something terrible. Damn! Yeah. Um. <laughs> so you can e- either grab the gun now or don't, is all I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. I definitely need... Um, I would like to have uh, packed with me as, a, as, a on, as an on second thought, uh, I better take my cane sword. What do you think of um, that, Miss Eleanor Di Lorenzo? Well, um, your, equip- your <laughs> equipment, you probably have your equipment. So uh, it meant more like an advantage if you were like, well, right. before I went to Faroe Islands, I would have gone to the library and checked out, like, uh, what's the deal with the Faroe Islands? Or, yeah. or I see. Or I see. Or um, I want to... I, I, think, I think Vanessa would have sent a telegram to the local parish of the Faroe Islands and had like made herself known said that she was coming on like a faith mission would like to meet with them uh, and like vaguely mention like the superstitions of the townspeople and be like I want to help in any way possible you know to to ease everybody and like if there's anything that I can do you know that's like my mission Um, so if she got an answer great but if not like at least they know that she's coming yeah um Good, you get an advantage, but you also... How about you roll in knowledge and see if they gave you anything, uh, any... Or learning. Um, learning, okay. Or maybe empathy, uh, actually. Or, like, uh, something that... Like, if you were very kind in your, e- uh, in your email... Sorry, not your email, but your, uh, your <laughs> snail mail. Um, perhaps they, they okay. would have... Uh, they would have shared with you if they felt like, oh, this is a person we can trust. Okay. Empathy. One success. Um, so the local priest answers, and he says to you that they've had worry. They, he's worried that there's been some r- weird demonic rituals going on in the town. Um, he has heard rumors of witches, uh, but he's but he's very be, okay. he's being vague, and he because he doesn't want to stir any panic, and he also doesn't want to shit talk his own town and country so he he's mm. he is but you can deduce that from the letter that uh, there seemed to be a, a fear of demons and witches in this town okay on that note I should like my advantage to be around uh, researching during my luncheons at Rose House. Uh, I would like to research local Faroe Islands folklore Mm. uh, in the library that we have at Rose House. Um, Absolutely. Um, It's very similar to Scandinavian folklore uh, and mixed with uh, Northern England and Northern Scotland uh, folklore. Um, so, so yeah. But I will give you an advantage on a roll if if All we right. get to that. We Sounds get to good. That. All right. As you get closer to the port, uh, it's still very nice 
out. So you're greeted by the locals. Uh, there's a police officer standing there that Rutger walks up to immediately and he seems to be the person in charge. There's a woman standing a little further back and then there's a bunch of other people who's uh, taking uh, taking your belongings from the boat because there's other people leaving the ship. He introduces himself as Sergeant Pearson. Hello. Um, hello there. You must be the the people from, from London. Yes, yes I... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh. Uh, no, Mary, after you, you can talk first. Oh, thank you, darling. Uh, yes, I am Mary Smythe. You may recognize my work in, in the theater, although I'm not sure I've ever been invited to perform in these climbs uh, before. Of, of course, and, and uh, there's some whispers behind behind him from maids and helps help helpers because they don't know at all who you are, but they know that you're a famous actor. So they are just excited that they have something, someone very important in their small little town. He's like, of course, of course, anything I can do, my lady. Uh, would you would you like a glass of... Uh, 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 he tries to find like champagne and he's like, uh, uh, mead? Um, uh, a spot of tea, a classic English delicacy, uh, made perfectly with a three-minute timer, you see. That would be just excellent. Certainly, certainly. And it, it is in my rider, so... Oh, of course, of course. The rider, the rider, where's the bloody rider? You know, and he, he, he loses, like, his, his revolver <laughs> as he's trying to find... <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh. He's like, oh, God, oh, God, uh, rider, rider. And then uh, Rutger steps in and says, <clears throat> I'm sure the lady will be fine waiting until you've gathered yourself. Yes, you see, I'm, I'm sure it's very clear that men often lose control of their... <laughs> I'm cracking myself up, sorry. Uh, yes, as you can see, men often lose control of their tools when in my presence even today. <laughs> Vanessa. Ah! And, and everyone starts to blush. Uh, Vanessa just like slowly bends down and picks up the revolver and hands it back to him butt first and just says, my name is Sister Vanessa Angel. It is a pleasure to meet you. We are honored to have you here, Sister. I should like to introduce you to our father, Father Esther. He's currently in session, I believe, but if you would like for me to introduce you later, I will be happy, happy to arrange that. Absolutely. I have sent telegram to Father Esther. I would be honored to meet with him. Everyone's very excited that you're here, but uh, you're eventually also seeing other townspeople that they all seem kind of tired and uh, as if they haven't slept in a couple of days. Um, but the excitement from these new interesting people arriving overshadows that. Is there any way that we might be able to talk to some of these people as we move from one place to the next, like just to get a vibe check on the common rabble, as it were? Absolutely. Um, you notice also that there's a there's a woman standing a little further back, um, and eventually you find out that this is the innkeeper, where Mary Van the assistant's name was Mary Van Miken, um, mm -hmm. where she was staying. Uh, might I approach her? Absolutely. Are you... Uh, I see you're wearing the livery of an innkeeper. Uh, 
Hello. Uh, it, is an it is absolutely enchanting to meet you. I am Mary Smythe of the Royal Shakespeare <laughs> Theatre. <laughs> Sorry. Uh-huh. My name is O'Rourke. O'Rourke? Oh, yes. are you from the Faroe Isles, or do you ha hail from uh, from the former British Empire? Something like that. And who are you? And she looks at Sister Ankel. Sister Vanessa Ankel. I am here on a fifth mission. I understand you keep an inn. I would like a room along with Mary. That could be arranged, of course. And... Uh, she takes you to her inn if you are ready to do so. Rutger, he yeah. goes away off with the police officer, busy talking about um, other things um, that seems to not apply really to you uh, because they get wrapped up in something completely different uh, about fishing. <laughs> every time British Ms. plus, every time Mrs. Smy <laughs> Smythe looks at looks at him, he he waves, but then lo loses his revolver again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's nice to be appreciated. I gathered you drink tea. I shall have some something served for you. Would you? Do you need a lady's maid? Um, I might have a oh, girl yes. for you. Truly. And he how kind. And he we introduce our first NPC, Vlada, and this girl oh. walks over <laughs> with this biggest <laughs> no bullshit attitude you've ever seen feisty and also eastern european sydney which i decided before i knew that you were going to be eastern european so this they, they might have a little thing as well but ah. but she's not from uh, you're from transylvania i think yeah from romania romania yeah. and whereas um uh, i i wrote her to be from estonia because i based it off of my friend who's from estonia nice. um nice. so um yeah and so this 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 tiny little woman walks up to you but she's uh, as broad as she is short and it's just like full muscles and, and just comes over and is like <laughs> and it, it, have you much experience with it, with hair and and buttoning up dresses from the back and uh, uh, makeup and the like Mary, I, have... I think she knows how to button a dress from the back I don't think you're going to have a problem um, she just stares at you, and then you realize he has no idea what you're saying. Uh, but she oh. immediately takes your <laughs> takes your bags, and then I feel like she takes the bag and the hat exactly. And you just hear a little expulsion of oh my hat. Oh well, <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, no, she Quiet. she immediately takes everything. But you notice also like the way she does it is extremely competent. It, like so, you mm. notice you might have been surprised by the way like yeah. her robust <coughs> figure might suggest differently but uh, yeah. her hands are it's, it's actually as if she immediately you feel immediately at ease around her yeah but she doesn't say uh, a word she just looks at you and perhaps even without without asking corrects one of your hairpins or something to make sure that yeah, it looks yeah. good <laughs> Ew, well I stand corrected it's just so hard to find good help these days. I'm glad even here in the Faroe Isles, civilization is so full of life 
I feel I've really stepped in it. <laughs> now, <laughs> I am going to go up to the room with Vlada and I pick up my own bag. Yeah. Um... Vlada shows you to to the room um, that is meticulously cleaned. Hmm. Is this where Mr. Rutger's previous uh, assistant was staying? Miss Mary? Miss Mary, and she recognizes that Mary, and she points to a room down the corridor. Um, and I think I Vanessa, a, oh, yeah, no, no, I think I'm doing the same thing. I think Vanessa go like points uh, and is like, can we? go and she like writes goes to show that she's like writing in a notebook like can we go see and and take notes Vlada realizes this is not her jurisdiction so she can't say yes uh, but she gives you one moment look and then she comes back with O'Rourke mm. what you needed something uh I was hoping I had asked Vlada if we would be able to be let into Mary's room that she was staying in. Um, O'Rourke rolls her eyes. Ah, about the girl who's missing. That's why you're here. I was wondering what the big, what the big thing, what the big deal was. You see, she has been missing for three weeks, and while. Uh, Professor Rutger has his business to see to. We were sort of hoping to look in on dear, dear Mary. I can open the room for you. How much would that information be worth to you? Well, I certainly wouldn't want it going about that people were going missing after staying here in your inn, wouldn't it be so much nicer if instead someone with the influence and societal savvy were to give you an excellent review? Like me. And Can I roll a manipulation absolutely. check? Absolutely. Okay. Vanessa I like fully to... raises one dark eyebrow in the direction of Mary <laughs> and is like, oh, maybe she's Maybe she's useful. This is good. <laughs> Maybe this isn't the worst character Anne has ever. <laughs> I love her. I wanna. Game. I just oh, wanna I do love her. like. I love her so much. Two successes altogether. I don't care about reviews about this. And she looks around her with disdain. I don't care about reviews. However, there might be a favor I could use from you at a later time. Let's look at it this way. I do you a favor now. Perhaps you do me a favor later. I think that is an excellent plan. It, it's so good to meet a woman of good intent, she says, sort of pointedly, and offers mm. a hand. And O'Rourke opens the door to Mary Van Lyken's room. Can Vanessa do... Uh, is is um, O'Rourke watching us go into the room now, or did she like kind of leave us up to our own business? Uh, she, she leaves you. Okay. Um, can Vanessa do a full, like, hard investigation check, like, looking at the room, but then also, like, if she finds a diary, you know, like, finding personal items that might be mm. useful? Absolutely. Uh, you, the first thing you notice is that you, uh, there's a, there, there seems like someone left in a hurry, but not necessarily a sign of battle or anything like that. Um, roll of vigilance. Not investigation. <laughs> uh, 
Actually, yeah, roll investiga investigation. And since you specifically said what you were looking for, how about you give yourself plus one? Oh. Okay. One success? Uh, two successes. So on the desk, you see all these papers, and you see more of these eyes with the spirals inside of them. Uh, and then you see other sketches of the stone circle that's a little farther further north of town. But as you open, start opening perhaps drawers, you eventually find a what you would say is a diary. I turn around and show it to Mary, um, and I say, though it may feel wrong to read someone's personal thoughts, I do think that this might be holding information to let us know what was going on in Mary's mind during that time. And in response to your very reverent and careful handling of this, she goes, oh, I don't mind, dear. And she just flips <laughs> it open to the first page. Um, well, you notice, though, it's like it's a thick diary, uh, and I have some rules on how, how we can mechanically deal with this diary, but it, it would take you roughly uh, two days to read the entire thing mm -hmm. and looking for clues. And so we'll, like, basically... If, if you guys want to do that, like spend yeah. some time later to, to go through it and read Definitely. and get clues and all that stuff, uh, we'll do rolls for that. However, at first you can see that there are more of these eyes, but they're now starting to look more like obsessive. Like it's every single page in this diary has these mm -hmm. eyes on them. And then uh, how about you roll another investigation? Uh, actually, yeah, so, so Mary, roll an investigation. All right, I shall. Uh, all right, that's logic of four plus investigation of one. Yeah. Uh, all right, that's one success. You can tell that this is written by more than one person based on based on the the font. I want to say, but based on the the, the mm. way that's written. Um, and it seems like it seems like it, you get a sense that these are some sort of instructions for something. Does it seem like a ritual? Yes. Hmm. Um, but then you, but like, it's hard for you to read because so many of the pages have these eyes on top of it as well. And then eventually you see quotes from someone recently that says, she's beautiful, she's beautiful. Hmm. She's beautiful. I believe. We are to find out who she is. And she says it like it's the end of a scene. But it's very much just the middle of a day. Actually, let's fucking end it there. <laughs> it that's is perfect. the end of the episode. Yeah, that's the end of the episode. Oh, that's so Nailed good. it. Wow, she 